Have you heard of surge pricing? Well, you will today, and from an unlikely source. It's the Business News Headlines for Tuesday, the 27th day of February. Thanks for being with us. In other news, consumers are not as confident as they were in January. And it's sort of weird. So what's the beef about the Kroger-Albertsons merger? We'll share what we know. Seems that we may not be playing games as much as we should be. Think Sony layoffs. Voting in chatbots. What could go wrong? Well, we're getting a preview. We've got the Wall Street Report. And a huge gift means that medical school will be free for those attending in August of this year. Where? We'll share. Let's go. Insight on business news and comment with Michael Libby is made possible through the support of Tarot International, the premier interpersonal skills, research, and corporate training company. Achieve, lead, and outclass with Tarot. T-E-R-O.com. Focus and Find, a high-level, socially responsible search firm helping major corporations in their search for diverse talent. Focusandfind.com. Funding also comes from the National Tractor Parts Dealer Association, an international organization supporting the new and used agricultural and construction parts industry. Learn more at ntpda.com. Once again, thank you, Hunter Pees, and welcome to this, the Tuesday edition of the Business News Headlines. I'm your host, Michael Libby. Grateful, as always, that you're along for the ride again today. And by the way, I worked all day on Sunday, and so Sunday felt like Monday, and Monday felt like Tuesday, and Tuesday felt like Wednesday. You get my drift? But it is. (laughs) It is Tuesday, and welcome aboard. So if this happens, it will be a first. Surge pricing for a restaurant chain. That's the plan, say the folks at Wendy's. Surge pricing means that the menu prices will change depending on the time of day and how busy the restaurant might be. Surge pricing has already been part of the ride-sharing world and entertainment ticketing, but this would be a major experiment for food. The AP is reporting that during a conference call, Wendy's CEO Kirk Tanner said the Dublin, Ohio-based burger chain will start testing dynamic pricing, also known as surge pricing, as early as next year. He said that beginning as early as 2025, the restaurant chain will begin testing more enhanced features like dynamic pricing and day part offerings, along with AI-enabled menu changes and something called suggestive selling. Why? Well, the bottom line is enhancing both sales and profits. Stay tuned. Wall Street closed mixed today. I'll share those numbers with you in just a bit. Well, this is just downright weird. Consumer confidence slipped in February as U.S. consumers worry about a recession. It would seem we need to do a better job in calming the nerves of concerned shoppers. The AP is reporting the Conference Board, that's a business research group, said that its Consumer Confidence Index fell to 106.7 from a revised 101.9 in January. Analysts had been forecasting that the index would remain steady from January to February. The decline in the index comes after three straight months of improvement. The index measures both Americans' assessment of current economic conditions and their outlook for the next six months. Meanwhile, the index measuring Americans' short-term expectations for income, business, and the job market fell 
to 79.8 from 81.5 in January. And a reading under 80 often signals an upcoming recession. But clearly, fear is ruling the day. As we've reported time and time again, we believe there will not be any recession at all, and all of the signs seem to support that. We recently reported that the economy is set to actually grow by 2.2% this year. Job growth is strong. Wages are up. Inflation is falling. This whole thing is just weird. As you may know, the FTC filed a brief to halt the planned merger of two of the biggest grocery store chains, Kroger and Albertsons, who together operate over 5,000 stores and employ about 700,000 people. So what's the FTC and others, what are they worried about? Well, the concern is that a merger would mean fewer grocery store choices and a disincentive to keep prices lower. But Kroger says no stores would close as a result of the merger. It also promises to invest $1.3 billion to update Albertson's existing outlets. However, in some places, stores would get sold to a new owner. To stave off monopoly concerns from federal regulators, Kroger and Albertsons agreed to sell 413 stores and eight distribution centers in locations where their operations overlap. And we shall see how all this plays out. Technology layoffs continue, and this time it's hitting the gaming sector of Sony, who's announced 900 people will be losing their jobs. The layoffs arrive one month after Microsoft said it would cut nearly 2,000 workers after its acquisition of Activision Blizzard. And Riot Games, that's the developer of the popular League of Legends multiplayer battle game, said in January it was laying off 11% of its staff. The job cuts for Sony will occur in the Americas, Japan, Europe, and the Middle East, Africa, and Asia-Pacific region. In London, the PlayStation Studio will completely close. Cuts will also be made at Firesprite Studio. In addition, reductions will take place in various functions across Sony Interactive Entertainment in the UK, said the company. Severance benefits will be provided to those employees that are impacted. Well, like we didn't see this coming. The Associated Press is reporting that popular chatbots are generating false and misleading information that threatens to disenfranchise voters, according to a report based on the findings of artificial intelligence experts and a bipartisan group of election officials. Fifteen states and one territory will hold both Democratic and Republican presidential nominating contests next week on Super Tuesday. And millions of people are turning to artificial intelligence-empowered chatbots for basic information, including how their voting process works. But there is a but to all of this. Trained on troves of text pulled from the Internet, chatbots such as GPT-4 and Google's Gemini are ready with AI-generated answers, but prone to suggesting to voters heading to polls that places don't exist or inventing illogical responses based on rehashed and dated information. An AP journalist observed as the group convened at Columbia University and tested how five large language models responded to a set of prompts about the election, now, such as where a voter could find their nearest polling places and then rated the responses that these chatbots kicked out. 
Workshop participants rated more than half of the chatbot's responses as inaccurate and categorized 40% of the responses as harmful, including perpetuating dated and inaccurate information that could limit voting rights. Like, we didn't expect that, right? That was a mixed bag on Wall Street as the Dow sank by 96 points to end the rocky session at 38,972. However, the Nasdaq picked up 59 points to close at 16,035, and the S&P 500 added 8 points to finish at 5078. So what happened? Investors eyed fresh data on slipping consumer attitudes and are now waiting for a closely watched inflation gauge due out later this week. West Texas Intermediate Crude rose again on the news that OPEC Plus will consider extending voluntary production cuts. Oil gained a buck five, or $78.63 a barrel, at news time. The 10-year Treasury yield was up at 4.307%, also at news time. And finally, there is this, and this is about a massive gift to a Bronx medical school that will offer free tuition to students this coming August. So how can they do that? Well, it was one of the biggest donations ever to a U.S. educational institution. Former professor Ruth Gotsman, the 93-year-old widow of David Sandy Gotsman, an early investor in Berkshire Hathaway, has given $1 billion to the Albert Einstein College of Medicine. Gotsman said her donation would allow newly trained doctors often grappling with tough workloads, to start their careers debt-free and will also attract a broader pool of doctors to the field who would otherwise not be able to afford tuition. Tuition was previously over $59,000 a year, and nearly half of the students there owed over $200,000 in debt after graduating. Nice and a great gift. And that's a wrap for the business news headlines for today. Thanks so very much for being with us. For all of us that put this together each and every day, Chap Ramsey is our production coordinator, sales and marketing, Aaron Libby. The voice of the Business News Hour is Hunter Pease, and the music you're listening to right now is arranged, composed, and conducted by our friend James Goodlett of Jam Good Productions. For all those folks, my name's Michael Libby, wishing you a good evening. Be safe, be well, be careful. Most of all, be good to your fellow man. Good day.